This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon. It's me, Rich Bradbury. And of course, this is Enterprise Explores. This is the show where we help you navigate the ever-changing universe of business from headlines to the bottom line. Today on Enterprise Explores, cybersecurity challenges faced by businesses, particularly in the manufacturing industry, and how businesses in this space can navigate through them in 2024. I'm speaking with Dixon Wu, country manager at Fortinet Malaysia. Now, on the back of the new introduced Industrial Master Plan 2030, the IMP 2030, the policy targets uh, an increase in revenue by more than 580 billion ringgit by 2030 and is set to generate 3.3 million high-skilled jobs within this sector. The IMP 2030 aligns with the goals set in the industry forward, which is to digitally transform the manufacturing sector and boost productivity through technology and automation. In Malaysia alone, the manufacturing sector has faced a twofold increase in ransomware attacks in 2023 compared to the previous year. The primary methods of attack include phishing and malware, while other notable issues are SQL injections, insider threats, and vulnerabilities related to the Internet of Things, IoT, of course. And today on the show, Dixon will help us explore why these malicious actors are targeting the manufacturing industry. How can organizations minimize their exposure to potential ransomware attacks? And of course, how is AI going to play a role here to support businesses in the manufacturing industry to strengthen their existing cyber defenses against such attacks? If you have any thoughts, you can use our U-Mobile WhatsApp number on 018-789-8899. You can get us on X. We are at BFM Radio. Dixon, welcome to the show. Hi, Richard. Good afternoon. Uh, first of all, I'm glad to be invited uh, to have this conversation with yourself again today. It's uh, been a well, while since I last saw you, right? Yeah, that's right. I think it's been a couple of months ago. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think the, the statistics shown are, are quite staggering. In fact, the uh, manufacturing sector plays a very important role uh, contributing to the uh, GDP of the Malaysia. Uh, of course, why why our manufacturing industries are uh, being a target for malicious actors, attacks, uh, First of all, the manufacturing companies are firstly they are very lucrative, yeah, and they are also easily accessible target for ransomware due to their low tolerance for downtime. Downtime means production stop. Production stop means no revenue. Yeah, and then secondly, they are also quite relatively low level of cyber maturity, comparing to other sectors. Right. So, but recently, Fortinet has done a survey. According to the Fortinet twenty twenty three state of operational technology and and, and cybersecurity report. It was reported that uh, three-fourths of the OT global organizations reported at least one intrusion in last year. Mm. And of course, uh, nearly one-third of the respondents reported being a victim of ransomware attack. So, of course, the numbers are keep increasing from time to time. Yeah. And, and if you look at the manufacturing, the you know, nature of manufacturing, how they operate uh, with the digital transformation, with the IR 4.0 and all that, uh, the reliance of, of digital tools and services are getting more and more prevalent. And because of this, they are now more exposed themselves uh, to risk to the third-party vendors, uh, you know, uh, their ecosystem and, the, and, and their partners, so on and so forth. And of course, on top of that, the, the, uh, the uh, wider range of devices and applications and services being deployed uh, in, in a one, what we call the hybrid work environment, 
uh, that make it more challenging for, for, for them to manage and, and, and secure them all. Of course, uh, before we go into the AI subjects, I think there are several steps that that, that the manufacturer should look into it to prevent uh, the, the, uh, or rather to minimize the, the exposure mm. of, of the cyber attacks. You know? mm. Well, let, let me throw some questions at you, Dixon. I mean, based on what's stated on, on the new Industrial Master Plan 2030, how do you think the, the manufacturing sector in Malaysia has adapted to digital transformation outlined in the industry forward? I think, uh, you know, I think everyone sees uh, digital transformation as one of the enabler and also accelerator. Uh, to, to propel the business uh, to the next greater heights. Of course, uh, manufacturing is, is one, one, one of the very important because uh, if you look at the legacy system, they have a lot of uh, OT machinery, SCADA system, yeah. uh, which is what we call, uh, um, can be can be quite primitive yes. in nature. As opposed to the, the other side, which is the IT, which is more robust, more ring fans, more, more updated from time to time. And because of all this, IR4.0 requires... Uh, the interconnectivity between OT and the IT, mm. that actually lift the air gaps. And because of all these interconnected uh, devices from, from both sides of it, that actually increases the, the attack surface. Right. So, uh, um, obviously, just explain to me and for people listening at home, what role does cybersecurity play in this transition to digital transformation? Well, of course, uh, it, you know, well, I mean, I just want to give you an analogy. Well, just like a car, uh, as far as you want to accelerate, you know, to the maximum speed, zero to hundred, you know, in a three second and all that, someone should also deploy uh, a robust braking system just to stop your car in time. Right, right. You can see. So cybersecurity is actually play uh, a more or less like a check, check and balance role uh, while enjoying the, the acceleration and growth, uh, uh, you know, as I come from the digital transformation. Cybersecurity uh, will, will act as a breaking system. Oh, I, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So in Malaysia then, ransomware attacks, as we know, have doubled with more than 50% of organizations, noting a twofold increase in 2023 uh, compared to the previous years. Now, can you elaborate further on why you think these industries are increasingly targeted by malicious actors? I mean, you said a little, a little bit at the, at the beginning, maybe some of these manufacturing uh, businesses are not so... Um, what's the right word and a polite way of putting it? Um, they're not on board and they're not at the forefront, shall we say, of, of being aware of what cybersecurity issues are. Would that be accurate to say? Yes, 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 indeed. And uh, of course, if you look at the uh, uh, some of the other sectors, for example, like telco and banking, uh, the cyber majority is, I would say that the better word to say is more advised, more ring fence as opposed to, to manufacturing or relying on their day-to-day production assembly lines and all that. And of course, those are already inherited some of the older systems, right. legacy systems yeah. that may not be enhanced uh, on time. Yeah, okay. With that in mind, Dixon, let's take a short break. Uh, Folks, you are listening to Enterprise Explores. It is a show where we help you navigate the ever-changing universe of business from the headlines to the bottom line. We are discussing ways in which businesses in the manufacturing sector can navigate through cybersecurity challenges. Speaking with Dixon Wu, of course, the country manager at Fortinet Malaysia. I am Rich Bradbury. We'll be back after a few messages. Do keep it here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Breathe freely, Malaysia. BFM 
89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Welcome back to Enterprise Explores. This is the show where we help you navigate the ever-changing universe of business from the headlines to the bottom line. I am Rich Bradbury. We are discussing ways in which businesses in the manufacturing sector can navigate through cybersecurity challenges. I'm speaking with Dixon Wu. He's the country manager at Fortinet Malaysia. Dixon, thank you very much for sticking with us. Now, in the context of cybersecurity challenges, um, what proactive measures can manufacturing companies in particular implement to minimize their exposure to these potential ransomware attacks, uh, attacks, especially when we're talking about methods like phishing, malware, SQL injection, and IoT-related vulnerabilities? First and foremost, uh, an organization should employ a multi-layered uh, strategy to safeguard their data against ransomware. Uh, this requires a comprehensive approach involving the following few key elements. I think firstly is to have a broad strategy to ensure security across all fronts uh, with our comprehensive portfolio covering endpoints, network, and clouds for effective threat detection and, and policy enforcement. Mm. Secondly, um, integrated approach. Uh, this is to streamline uh, security measures by integrating the, the best of breed technologies of course, with AI-driven, uh, centralized analysis, automated prevention and all that. So this will help to reduce the complexity and ensuring uh, consistent security. Uh -huh. And of course, not, not forgetting automation. Uh, this is to, you know, uh, to, to have that self-healing, you know, network and, and security posture yeah. uh, that, that utilizes cloud skill and, and of course, advanced AI uh, for near for for near real time protection, yeah. right? Of course, apart from the technology, I mean other areas like like uh, uh, having a, an advanced uh, threat intelligence system is important. Uh, some of the large corporations actually invested uh, heavily in, in this sophisticated threat intelligence. If you remember those classic, uh, you know, war war story like uh, adopted by this guy called Sun Tzu out of war. Uh, firstly, you must know yourself. You know your enemy. In a hundred battles, uh, you achieve hundred victories. So know yourself and also know your enemy is very important. So having that 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 visibility or the threat intelligence will help you to also uh, mitigate and anticipate some of the potential mm. attacks before that that occurs. But of course, I always said you know human is the weakest link. That's uh, right. Employee, that's right. Employee training is important, um, and of course, uh, you know regularly conduct. Uh, in-depth cybersecurity training for the employees is, is paramount important. And uh, of course, from a technology angle, you know, not only deploying for firewalls, but there are other components like intrusion detection, mm. you know, prevention system, advanced encryption uh, techniques, so on and so forth. But I think very importantly is also because of the human negligence and all that, I think the access control policies is very important, uh, especially deploying multi-factor authentication. Uh, this is to to give a stricter user privilege management, you know, to, to just to ensure that only authorized uh, personnel are having the access to, to sensitive data. Zero, zero trust is a big thing. Zero trust, yeah. exactly. Yeah. exactly. Okay. Right. Now, let's imagine that we're in a worst case scenario or uh, the manufacturer is in a worst case scenario and they found themselves at the bad end of a ransomware situation. You know, what What steps should they do uh, if they do find themselves entangled in a ransomware situation? Because you're stuck between a rock and a hard place at that point. Exactly. What, what, what would you suggest that they do? Well, firstly, don't get panicked if you're caught into this situation. I think there are several steps can, can be can, can be undertaken. Firstly, is to isolate the ransomware quickly. 
this will prevent it uh, from spreading to other devices, uh, to their network connections. Yeah. Uh, this will mean that uh, immediately shutting down the infected system uh, at the first instance and also disconnecting any network cables uh, attached to the devices. Right. Then second step is to identify the, the type of malware uh, used to infect your system, very importantly, so that you have proper treatment for that. Uh, of course, thirdly is to remove that, that malware. Uh, this goes uh, without saying. But of course, before that, you have to really isolate and identify the malware before removing the malware. Mm. Of course, lastly is to, to quickly recover the data losses, uh, the, the loss of data. Uh, as soon as the, the attack has been contained and also uh, your computer system has been uh, properly secure and, and yeah. clean. Of course, to ensure business continuity and, and improve uh, resiliency, uh, all the data should be backed up at the most recent uh, level. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's important. Of course, uh, apart from all this, you know, uh, steps being taken, uh, someone uh, need me to notify the stakeholders. At least you don't get into, into a very panicky situation. Right. And of course, uh, you need to access your, your damage uh, from a financial angle. And to a certain extent, uh, you may also need to engage law enforcement. As well. I mean, what I was going to ask you is um, when, when you're kind of stuck in that position and th there's bad actors out there saying to you, you know, you, you pay the money or, 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 or everything's going to go crazy. What would you suggest to these people? Would you suggest for them to pay the ransom or or not? I mean, what are, what are, what are the repercussions on both sides, I guess I'm asking? Very good question. I mean, well, this is going to be a, a very cash that they took. Exactly, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, if you decide whether to pay the ransom or not, I think that involves uh, probably weighing that the potential of the operational disruption and yeah. data loss uh, against the financial loss and of course the risk of encouraging further criminal activities. So when 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 you pay, uh, of course, you know the the bad actors also leave a back door so that they can come back and launch. Sure. So it, it doesn't guarantee that your 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 data uh, will be safe. Of course, paying then then you will probably caught up with with, with all the. Uh, 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 damage in terms of reputation and, and could be potentially legal standing as well. Yeah. So, so it's kind of a cash and two situation. Similarly to the similarly to to the hijackers, uh, when someone you know hijack human captive and all that, so hackers uh, depend on the ransomware attacks to, to successfully extort the victims. Uh, if enough user refuse to pay the ransom, attackers may think twice before using mm. ransomware. Mm. So, so and, and then that will allow them to further invest, it, uh, invest it in the R&D and to potentially launch a, a more more sophisticated kind of uh, attack. You know, it, it's, a, it's a situation of you, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Exactly, I think. I, I think the advice is that before we even get into this stage. I think prevention is better than cure. Yeah, yeah, okay. Let's take another short break here, Dixon. Uh, folks, um, you are listening to Enterprise Explores, of course. Uh, it's the show where we help you navigate the ever-changing universe of business from the headlines to the bottom line. And we're discussing ways in which businesses in the manufacturing sector can navigate through cybersecurity challenges in 2024. I am speaking with Dixon Wu. He's a country manager at Fortinet Malaysia. We'll be right back after a few messages. Keep it here on BFM 89.9, the business station. Bring forth money. BFM 89.9. 
Welcome back to Enterprise Explores on BFM 89.9. This is the show where we help you navigate the ever-changing universe of business from the headlines to the bottom line. I am Rich Bradbury, and today we are discussing ways in which businesses in the manufacturing sector can navigate through cybersecurity challenges. I am speaking with Dixon Wu, the country manager of Fortinet Malaysia. Dixon, we briefly mentioned it uh, um, earlier on in the show when, we, when it comes to AI, and of course it is the big topic on everybody's lips right now. And when we look back at the industry forward initiative how do you think ai can be i guess effectively leveraged to strengthen cyber security defenses amongst businesses in this sector that we're talking about the implementation of ai in cybersecurity uh, offers a, a plethora of benefits uh, from the risk management standpoint mm. uh, we will also uh, continual uh, as ai will constantly improve its capability by, by learning from the new data. It's like machine learning, right? Yeah. So uh, it also helps to enhance, uh, enhances threat uh, detection, uh, predictive analytics, uh, automated incident response, reducing time to respond, uh, user behavior analysis, and also, I mean, vulnerability management and all that. So, so for example, you know, just to give an example, Fortinite, uh, we, we, we do have the AI uh, solution uh, called the uh, 40 NDR using advanced machine learning uh, and analytics can provide real-time insight uh-huh. and predict for threats and, and respond efficiently to the cyber incidents. Yeah. And uh, hence enhancing the overall security posture uh, of the manufacturing sector. Um, I think the, the other example is that uh, by implementing the Fortinet SecOps uh, fabric component with AI-powered, uh, uh, that will help to reduce time uh, to detect and contain this is in a technical terms what we call the MTDB. Mm. In, uh, you know, is uh, reducing the, the time from a 10 to 21 days uh, to one hour. So that's permanent benefits gained in terms of time uh, reduction to detect. And secondly, also the in terms of the speed to time and, and fully investigate the and remediate the incidents. This is what we call the MTTR uh, from 18.5 hours uh, to an average of 10 minutes. So all these are. Uh, Super fast. AI. That's right. That's right. That's a huge benefit. Indeed. Oh, can you give me some other use cases or, or other specific applications which kind of demonstrates how um, useful AI can be? Um, one could be from the front end, which is the, the NDR side, the network detection. Uh, should the network detect any anomalies, so uh, they will already stop that that. Uh, potential anomalies happening before it occurs. Yeah. And of course, that's on the number side. Of course, on the operation side, when the malware already, you know, uh, penetrated into the operation side, I think the having the AI uh, uh, operation strategy will, will, will ring fans and, of course, reducing the time to, to detect and remediate and, of course, recover and all that. Yeah. So, so not only from the front end, but also from the back end operation standpoint. All right. Now, um, when we look at considering the urgency of addressing these cyber security challenges, what do you think are some possible collaborations or partnerships that organizations can establish to help strengthen their defenses and their resilience against these threats? Uh, we, we should look at cyber security as a, as a very holistic uh, subject. Uh, of course, uh, from a Fortinet standpoint, uh, what we can do, of course, there are many things. Uh, one of these is to reduce the uh, 
uh, skill shot, uh, set shortage. Yeah. Uh, uh, collaborating with the university. To there train up there. there does seem to be a real shortage right now, right? Exactly, exactly, exactly. So we are actively doing that, uh, uh, collaborating with university, academic institution uh, to build up the cyber skill set, talents and all that. So that in the future, by year 2025, 20, we, we, I don't think we can address that gap because the gap is huge, but at least we can minimize uh, that the gap by providing more and more cyber talent mm. uh, in the industry. Uh, that's one. Of course, number two is to keep uh, creating that, that awareness uh, uh, on, on cyber hygiene. For example, I think today is a good show. I know by talking to you, Richard, and yeah. then we can impart and share the knowledge to the public uh, on the importance of cyber security. Uh, of course, apart from that, also collaborating with the government, CSM and all that to to, to uh, you know, uh, brainstorm and, of course, uh, giving ideas and how can can government help to come up with the bills and, and acts so that that will, will act as a deterrent uh, before things happen. And all. I think all these are mm. very important. They come in a very you know, a holistic and, and uh, in, a, in a oneness approach. I, I think that's, that's highly important. I, I think one thing that I keep noticing coming up when I do speak to cybersecurity experts is, you know, just educate your staff, you know, very simple things, two-factor authentication, don't click on things you don't know, you know, make sure your password is changed regularly, don't use the same password over and over again, don't share passwords. These seem like very basic things, but why is it that as we keep making the same mistakes over and over again, is it just human nature? Uh, well, Technology is one. I think you're right. Of course, people is a second factor. Third one is your process and, and policy. Mm. I think, first of all, organization must prioritize a robust security protocols. Well, that includes the technology side, which is an endpoint protection, network segmentation, strengthened access control, coupled with comprehensive employee trainings, so on and so forth. I, I think, um, apart from password, I think the, the patches is also very important. I think uh, one should also... Uh, keep updating uh, the patches so that, that that prevents the, the software vulnerabilities that, that you know and, uh, to to avoid uh, potential attacks. Mm. I think we should also look at uh, cybersecurity uh, subject at the boardroom level, uh, not not and after thought. I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah it needs to start at the top and, and filter the, its way down rather than it be. I mean, it needs to start for the most part, even with smaller businesses. This has to be top of mind. As exactly. a discussion when you are launching a business, not just, you know, as you've scaled, right? Exactly. All right. Dixon, thank you very much for your time today. A pleasure as ever speaking to you. Thank you, Richard. Thanks for having me again. Uh, it was a pleasure speaking to you. You're always welcome back. Have a great day. Okay. I will do. Folks, I've been speaking with Dixon Wu, the country manager at Fortinet Malaysia. If you missed any part of this show, don't forget you can catch the podcast on our website at bfm.my or you can download the BFM app. You can also find our shows on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and other podcast players. Just search for Enter at Enterprise Explores. Looking ahead, of course, we've got the Breakfast Grill replay. That's coming up after the one o'clock news. Keep it here on BFM 89.9, the business station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.